It's just funny that you can be so famous, but if you're kid famous around kids, that's the that's where it becomes really strange. Oh yeah. I went to I went to middle school with uh, Kurt Cobain's brother. Oh shit. With his brother? With his yeah, his half brother. Oh wow. And uh, this guy that's was crazy. Cool as fuck, like the fucking coolest guy. Nice dude, everything. Nice guy. Obviously, was like a he had like a, his cool group of friends, and they mm-hmm. hung out. They like were not interested in anything. Yeah. He was a musician. True, like Gen X. Fucking yeah. the king, you know, yeah. the king, and couldn't care less. Like wasn't involved, and like didn't knew that. Just like, cool as shit. Would have been cool regardless. Yeah. And then this yeah. other thing was just like, it was like he had magic, you know. Wow. And, uh, his name's Chad. Chad his name Chad was Chad. Cobain, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was the thing. It was always like, like a. That's weird. <laughs> when you think about it that way, that's weird, man. Chad Cobain. Yeah, but wow. he was he was a cool guy. That was weird. That's, that would be weird to be Kirk Cobain. in that era. Like, oh yeah. As he was, as like, never mind is happening. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Can you imagine after all that shit went down, being in, in that family, like being in, in being like, be, what's a what's their kid's name? Uh, Francis. Fran, like, dude, oh my god, that would have been fucking horrible. Kid, horrible. Oh, dude, just so weird to have to grow up with that. Yeah, so, like having to explain it to people. Like, you obviously don't feel the obligation, but you're putting these positions. Or should I say impositions? You're putting these impositions where you're like, yeah, that's yeah. my dad. Yeah, because they're like, explaining it to you. Right. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's what happened. We're gonna have to probably cut or at least edit this part. But I used to buy acid off Marvin Gaye's niece, and I found that out. We were getting more, and she was driving to pick up our friend, and we were talking about music. And she was asking me like, "What have you been listening to recently?" And she said she was growing up, grew up in a musical family and all that. She's like, I play any instrument. I like all music, but just only like the best of each genre. Was she like an acid dealer? We'll cut her name out. Yeah, I didn't even say her name, so, but okay. I just said, like, I mean, you can't, it's already probably too much information, but, yeah, she, I mean, I didn't find out till I was on well, acid. No, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at was, like, she just to connect, or was she, like, No, she, the, she giving was, it, yeah. The, Got the, it from her, yeah. Oh. And, oh. but, but wow, I, she was asking what I was listening to recently at that time, and I was like, I, recently I've been listening to a lot of, like, older soul music, like Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, like, Marvin Gaye was my uncle. And she even said, like, yeah, my grandma. Like, right away? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, my grandpa killed him," which I already knew, obviously. But it was, yeah. She was said like, that casually like that. Yeah, and I mean, her name was. I'm, we're gonna cut this out. It was. Oh, I, I remember you. Which yeah. I had saved in my phone, and I just didn't put it together. Of course not. Why, yeah, yeah, you never. You don't go there. Well, yeah. Obviously. This must be Marvin Gaye's dog. Yeah, you wait, sound, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Imagine, oh, what an asshole you would sound like if you were just making that assumption. Because she's black and has that last yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> Funny thing. Yeah, you don't want that. Wait, Chris, remember we were at the Apple you Pan? Know, you know what? Chris, that finger wiggle thing. Yo, yo, yo. We were at the Apple Pan. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if anybody's ever asked you this before. And I know it's a weird word to say. Your, your parents famous? Is your uncle yeah. Marvin Gaye specifically, not yeah. even your dad? Yeah, yeah, you're never, no one's assuming the famous uncle. Yeah, exactly. But we did see that guy at Apple Pan who looked like Marvin Gaye. 
and it was in West LA. So I was like, that might be her brother. You know who I also saw an Apple Pen together? No. Vince Staples and Asher Roth. Wow. Weird couple of rappers to see together. Yeah, interesting. I was, we had gone to see, are you familiar with the artist Miguel? Yo, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a... Yeah, like an R&B. Yeah. yeah. So we went to go see him, and he's probably the only modern R&B artist that I like. I mean, I, I'm way more like 70s funk, the stuff we've been talking about. Yeah. But I like a slew of his songs. And we went yeah. to go see him, we came back, and I imagine Vince Staples, they're friends, so I imagine Vince Staples probably went to the same show. Yeah. And I looked at this white dude, I kept seeing him, and I was like, who is this like super hippied out white dude? Yeah, I don't think I would recognize him. Because I remember College, that song he did. Sure, yeah, that's, the, that's I remember that uh, oh, video yeah. for it, I think, but I, I don't think I could pick him up. I remember yeah. looking him up afterwards, and I was like, nope, I was so, I was barely, like, I didn't even give a shit about Ben Staples. I was like, dude, that was Asher Roth? Like, I was like, what the fuck was this? And I, was I like, can't believe that. Yeah. I was That's like, dude, crazy. I saw Asher Roth at Apple Pan. Like, I like that combination of. of yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was real... so fucking galactic. It was like, what the fuck was this? I, I don't know how that happened. That's crazy. And then you had to pay that old white guy, the same old white guy all the time. Remember the guy, the fucking old white dude who wears the paper hat? I know what you're talking about. Oh, he's been there for years. He's dead now. Oh, really? Well, it got bought so out by some, some guy, some like producer or something, bought out the Apple. Oh, the owner, um, yeah. what's his name? It's Adler. I, I think it was... Uh, no, it wasn't. I think it was the No, it was somebody else. Are you sure? I don't know who it was, but it wasn't him. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like a, some other producer bought it out, but still pretty much the same. Prices just went way the fuck up, though. Sounds about right. Yeah, everything. Everything's more expensive. Uh, since we're talking about Apple Pan, and we all grew up in LA, on a closing note, what is the best burger in LA? I would have in the past said Apple Pan. I'm gonna now say Bill's, Van Nuys. Bill, shout out to Bill and Hiroko. Bill's, yeah. Where's Bill's? It's on Kester and like um, Oxnard. Okay. Cash only. Long ass line. They don't even have fries. Old but white dude, meat. huge eyebrows, married to an old old Asian woman, man's the grill. And their son. I love that. And then their well, son they have too. Their son and, yeah. Yeah, and there's the three of them. Chips. No nope. fries. Just lays. No just just lays. Yeah. Ugh. Wow, that's your best burger. No, but the burger, it's like, the meat is just the best. It's a wax paper burger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's art. That is the best style. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely. Yeah. Best. I'm glad to see that that's making a proper comeback, because. Oh yeah. It's so bizarre to think like we were so used to fast food, mm -hmm. just getting like these terrible versions of like what is a very simple and good thing to make, mm -hmm. and now it's cool. It's like no, you know what? If McDonald's stayed like this, they would people would still love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we we all just want a nice little burger. Simple, yeah. Dude, which builds up. The number two back in the day was fantastic. Those two little cheeseburgers. Yeah. No, their yeah. breads. Oh, everything's so bad at McDonald's. McDonald's fucked. Fucking well, that's why I think California has the best burgers because they just keep it simple. It's not like let's have this gastropub yeah. burger with like portobello mushrooms or fucking like hol not hollandaise but like aioli and bacon and. It was like, you know what it was. It was like. Uh, the Red Robinification of burgers. Yes. Like, just add like, shit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. Fun like, let's make it a ranch sauce with a. Yep. You're know, like whoa, 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 and it's now it's a, a half pound of meat, and it's like good with god, dude. Rings I can't like fucking. Six inches tall. I can't yeah. eat a half pound of beef. Are you kidding? At one time, fuck that, fuck that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Like, especially, like, that texture of meat. Yeah. Even nasty. when I was not vegan, like, I couldn't do ground chuck. Yeah. Grilled up, like, yeah. three, like, a, you know, more than, more than eight ounces of meat is too much. It's way too much. Um, the place that I really like, uh, I guess Burgers Never Say Die. Oh, it's over like? I've yeah. heard that's really good. Outrageous. It's super good. They do the, the smash burger mm-hmm. style. And I love that extra crisp on the, the char. Yeah. That's what we're missing from, from all the the more modern burgers. And yeah, so this, That's bringing back like... Until the, this trend came about. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, oh yeah, this is a key flavor component of what makes a hamburger good. It's kind of I think it's small. called millard or millard or whatever. There's a French word for like lacy meat. Mm. Flatten yeah. on the grill like that. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. There's another uh, really good place I just went to called Window or The Window in uh, Los Feliz near Sunset Junction. Okay. It's uh, right by where that farmer's market is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were fantastic. It, oh, was, it's, a little, it's a little slot. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know oh, I have heard of that place. Burgers yeah. and fries and shakes. And I was like, Ooh. more of this. This is the restaurant I would want to own. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a window and a patio. It's like, how could it ever go wrong? You can't fuck that up. No. You have, you have to be trying really hard to fuck something like that up. You have to be trying to squeeze the amount, the most amount of money per burger mm-hmm. out of every burger. And that's like what, how capitalism has ruined <laughs> our fucking simple burgers. I know. Burgers. Oh, man. And it's so sad. I like they're kind of going back to simplicity. What if they started like a fucking punk rock burger chain? Can't a little fucking make all these shirts, like long sleeve shirts with all the writing down on the side. Yes. Capitalism ruined our fucking burgers. We're not <laughs> vegan. Fuck vegans too. Fuck it all. Fuck yeah. everything. Anarchy burgers. Yeah, that sounds very Portland. You yeah. Oh yeah. Portland oh yeah. That's true. Anarchy burger. Yeah. I, I think yeah. like that. What I thought the food, weirdest food trend was like now we can make it bleed. Was like Ugh. I was like you guys are in outer space. Yeah, that's crazy to think that that's part of the experience that we need is blood coming out of the food. It's like make it taste. Fantastic. Make it taste good. We don't need it to have blood. That's yeah. So bizarre. Yeah, what components that? Yeah. They're gonna make like try to make it like expire the same way too. Like, oh, it's gonna get gray and slimy and smell rancid in the same way that yeah. meat does too. Like, oh, and it's it's meat. It's actually just meat. Yeah, it's yeah just exactly. Farm, it's just like uh, farmer. Uh, what do you call it? Science to farmer instead of farm and table. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The I, same shit. The bacon is the worst because it's always like it looks like bacon. Like no bacon is that thin. No one has ever sliced bacon that thin and flat. And every vegetarian yeah, bacon all flat. is. Well, the, yeah. So weird, so weirdly pepperous material. Tastes like ba- like the earliest like faux bacon I ever had tasted like band aids. Yeah, it's and it smells awful it, when it's cooked. It smells yeah, like yeah, yeah like oh, rubbery, yeah. synthetic. The smell of cooked like whatever the like polymer that's in that shit is yeah. like, dude, it's like it's such a turn off. That's be way worse for you, dude. Oh yeah, well, I've smelled it all because I've been because I've been being reused. I dude, yeah. I've tried all that shit. There are, are cheeses. Dude, but I'm sure you're mostly just eating beans. I mean, beans. I mean, that's. I wouldn't be eating all this fake meat shit. I feel like black beans are amazing. There's a thousand different types of beans. There's one place that what they do is they get um, they get impossible meat and then they season it the same way they would season meat. So it literally tastes. Yeah. The yeah. same. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I put Lowry's on anything. It tastes good. Right. That's yeah. Smash like, it down. Yeah. yeah. And so. Yeah. Like, I fuck with that if we're going to do a burger, yeah. but otherwise, like, I don't, the, the main miss in veganism is, like, trying to, like you said, like, don't, don't 
bother with the recreation of things. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. like fake fur. Yeah, dude. Why? Just what? It, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Have a mushroom and call it mushroom stuff or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like don't call it carnitas. Not like or like right. that's the thing. Yeah. Or like you don't jackfruit carnitas. Jackfruit, no, I, jackfruit is is really. Cool. I love jackfruit, and I do yeah. think that it should be more widely used and explored. Like how it because it is yeah. that's texture. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's meat. Like the okay, it's, Media, yeah. it's there. You have a oh yeah. You have something to work off of. They're like, no, 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 fuck that. We're gonna make it look just like me. Yeah. Then it's like, wow, guys, you're crazy. They just season it right. Yeah. Leave it alone. I, yeah, it's too. There's too much relation going on. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like focus grouped ideas about food, and it's sort of. So I've always said, you That's know, food, food needs to be. Food should be from the stomach. Yeah, man. Should it should smell good while you're making it, and it should taste good when you're eating it. That's what. That's, yeah, that was the, what I was bringing up. Is like all vegan, all vegan food. I have, I have, I hate saying this, but it all smells bad when you make it. Oh yeah, it's that's I don't know that's that's something that's definitely keeping me away from even considering veganism. Don't consider it. No, it's it's not on the it's not on the market for me until yeah. and what I would love bring back future trends in food just when they're like we have gelatinous cubes of nutrients. Uh-huh. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll have a fucking freezer full of those. It's like soiling green shit. Yeah. Cubes yeah. of what you need. Yeah yeah sure I'll eat other food but like you should be able to. It's like yeah, basically exactly. basically bone broth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's make let's make bone broth into to cubes that we can eat. But you go pill. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Take it all. I in. hate taking vitamins and shit like that. Oh I yeah. I hate it, dude. Oh why? I just can't get myself to do it. I feel like a fucking. It makes me really feel like I'm aging. Uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, I do. I do. And so I can't. I can't. Uh, dude, it makes me feel awful when I take vitamins. Oh, like the, the just like the idea switch, of it. Yeah, the, I have to bring myself to this place, and I'm like, okay, yeah, gotta take something that I can't fucking produce anymore. Yeah. Like, if there's some it's sort of negation. Yeah, but some people argue that that's bullshit anyway. That you don't need to take vitamins. I take vitamins because I feel like why the fuck not? Yeah, I feel like I don't I'm care if, shit. if I'm pissing out the rest. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm topped off then. Good deal. Sounds like we're yeah, absolutely. right where I want to be. I heard a lot of it's because we don't get enough nutrients anymore because soil is all screwed up and the plants are all not Everything we as have nutritious as they used to be. Yeah, oh yeah. Food is wrong, the trees are wrong. Well, no, no. <laughs> They're not how they used to be. Yeah, there's so much There's so much poison just in everything. Oh yeah. I know I sound like a fucking like 1960s Looney Tune, but like there's so much poison. Like if you, you can't go like forage. Well, yeah. I know yeah. some people that do urban foraging, and I met this really weird raw vegan guy years ago who worked at a cafe. My that friend shit's did. embarrassing. And he like went in the. He was getting. I was like doing schoolwork, and he went into the back of the restaurant and got this plant, and he squeezed out this milky substance onto my oh. hand. He's like, you see this milk thistle? You know, it has like a little milky, like a milky juice that comes out, and you can lick it. And he like dropped it on my hand, yeah. and it had like a. It did have like a weird sweet yeah. sour taste to it. Ah. Milk thistle, and he didn't look at you in the eyes when he talked to you. He always like looked like slightly off. I should get that. That that works for me. It's a raw vegan thing. Yeah, yeah. raw <laughs> vegans are on another level. It's a whole. It's a whole lifestyle. You're foraging. You have to know a lot. I really do appreciate that. I appreciate the knowledge. I could never do that. I don't want to. There's a lot of stuff I don't want to know about my food. Just, it would be nice not to have to know. Yeah, just present it to me when it's done. Yeah. 
let me eat it, and then let's talk about how good it was. I know I exploded the bag. My fiance yeah, came home. Up, the dog We're gonna leave this part in. My fiance came home, and I uh, was trying to be funny about a bag movement, and it just blew up all over the place. Yeah, actually, Next to my weed, no it's all over us. Around. We got a mix of a. I'm gonna mix the salt and over. vinegar chip, and the. Doc's gonna be wondering what happened to these chips that made them so bad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is what what I always say. <laughs> that, you know, people think they're smarter than dogs, but dogs would never fall for a placebo. They would know. They know it's not real. Oh, yeah. They get up to yeah. it, their nose is already told them this is a piece of shit. They'll eat it anyway, because they're bored. But oh, yeah. I probably yeah, no, I, I think most most consumption that dogs do is like like the oh fuck it kind of thing. Yeah, what else? Sweet chips, doing? not even dogs like them. No. It's like a New York guy in the corner, ah, what do we got going on? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. What fuck it, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, give me anything. I'll take it. Like it's like I, I feel like that's the mentality. Like they they probably also don't make eye contact with anybody. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it's like the guy who yelled at us for smoking weed. Oh yeah, where on well, Third Street? I don't know. It was like twelve years ago. This fucking guy got in. Yeah, I don't know what he did. He must have pulled the tip of his penis and inserted it in his own ass, dude. He I was he, Oh, he was so angry. Because you were smoking weed off the promenade. Yeah, it was after it was medical. Like not even the promenade. It was like closer, like Beverly so Center area. But it was fucking weird. He was like talking yeah. in that like. uh that voice like that Josh Brolin has. You know what sure, I mean? yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. He was just like, and he's like this little fucking twerpy guy. I was like, dude. But he was kind of roided out a little. Yeah, he was, but that's the whole thing. That's what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't come to five 20 some odd guys. Like, first of all, like, we, we're not going to fight over this. Yeah, what? That's our friend's crazy. 21st birthday dinner. We were about to go get dinner, and the whole mood was fucking killed. You we were just completely high and quiet at dinner the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was like 11 or 12 minutes, maybe maybe 20 minutes, where it's just kind of like a. You <laughs> <laughs> really killed your buzz. That's so uh, sad. Oh, these yeah. fucking. These guys, they're vultures. His name was probably like, uh, like Marco, you know, like. From half like Pennsylvania, Italian, yeah, yeah. Half Italian Pennsylvania guy, just like it's fucking. Like, dude, you're in Santa Monica. This town is built on smoking weed. Like the people. Oh, this, third, is, this is a uh, third. L.A. Street. Third Street. Uh, oh, L.A. Third Street. By yeah. like, oh, uh, oh, okay. By like, uh, which I think is even weirder. Yeah, that is even weirder. Like, close to the Beverly connection. Yeah. Like, dude, there's everyone from Beverly Hills High goes to that parking lot to smoke weed. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the move. Well, he was definitely a transplant from some sure. who knows where. You can't, dude, he was probably looking through the blinds, like this, you know, the little, like, where yeah. you can't see anything except this. He's like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, oh, not, yeah. Even, not even, like, sons of bitches. There's a, we're, we were motherfuckers to that guy, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, you, when, you, when a buff guy get, goes to motherfucker, it's like, let's engage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, oh, it's, a sign, it's a sign for like, okay, yeah. fuck. Yeah, they all know. Son so of happy. a bitch is like a finger wag. Motherfucker is like, he's gonna, you're gonna yeah. get fucked up. He's calling you out. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, there was this moment where we were kind of like, ah, okay. We got shit on by this weird drop guy. Okay. We're gonna go to the women's corner now. Yeah. I feel like he wasn't an actual jock throughout his life. I think he just decided to become a jock in the last No, he's a nerdy got buff. That's yeah. what happens. Oh, yeah. Not even like a nerd, but just like a straight up. No, tool. all the all like the yeah. fucking tool. All of the influencers that like have ever shown their pictures, yeah. like the buff dudes with tan skin and shit. When they when they show their pictures of like being in ninth grade, it yeah. looks like guys you do not want to be friends with. 
Right. And they don't look like guys you want to be friends with now. Like, the transition was not good. Neither point A or B was oh, good. Yeah. No, you were bad. Exactly. You had a vision. It was bad. You fulfilled <laughs> it. Even worse. Yeah. yeah it took your whole life. What a loser. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's just fucking so sterile. The whole thing, like, with the earring, like, the hoop earrings on, on men with curled bangs. Mm-hmm. You know oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God, man. That's like a Gen Z kind of thing. I don't know. Right? I feel like if you, if you invented that look, then you were sick. But I feel like it's kind of like an, an Eminem recreation. Like yeah. It's kind of recreation. It's like, like mixed with K-pop, sort of, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it's like Asian Eminem. That's what I was going to say. It's but, like white, but like white or Latino trying to look that, Asian, though. but also... Yeah, I think it is kind yeah. of in like the... Yeah, more like Bad Bunny. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's very prevalent. Like the, they'll shave lines in their hair and then grow out parts of it. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against that actually. But that shit, if you're if you're Latino and like you wear like cool clothes and shit like that, actually is a dope ass look. Yeah. But it's something like I, if you put it on me, I look like a drug addict on a railroad. You will, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That is true. Well, you that, that you gotta let them know. You gotta be the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. You really have to be this. Like, you, Bad Bunny is, like, selling fucking 100 million records. I mean, it's just, like, you I can know. do whatever the fuck you want. I like, know. We needed Bad Bunny, apparently. I didn't realize, but... Dude, he sells so much music. And it's like, I have never heard any of it for more than 10 seconds. Yeah, it's, st- yeah, it's stuff like that. I feel like you hear at a place and you I'm like I, oh is this music or is this like music that's created to, for spaces like this you know I don't know if I can't I don't believe this actually it's like engineering it is kind of yeah. but I've never been that into electronic music to begin with it's but. so bad that that but once reggaeton oh, yeah. once the beat circles for 30 measures so I can't do so reggaeton like you, really it's like yeah. if you're really drunk and you're on like in Costa Rica or something oh, it's, yeah. it's I mean, fun you're fucked up any music's good yeah yeah, it's like I really like um, Calypso, like old, like the original, the oldest, like, like Lord Invader. And yeah. so, okay. Okay, this is like from Trinidad. They're yeah. literally playing it on steel drums that were made yeah, from yeah, yeah. oil like drums. Percussion, yeah. Like, this shit is amazing. It's very organic. And then that turned into, that went on for a good long time. The music's amazing. And then it turned into Soka. Yeah, okay. Soka is like early reggaeton. It's Can like. Tubby? King Tubby and I I'm like some of it I like but I like the older stuff better that it was like yeah. closer to like some of it was like big band music almost yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, so yeah. Like then, from the 40s 50s maybe yeah, earlier yeah. yeah in the 60s and um and they would that that whole culture was so rad it was a lot like rap music they would have their carnivals and battle for who's the the king of the there's festival so much swag in it, like, oh yeah they're like yeah. they have song there's like literal insult songs like this whole song is a guy insulting Lord oh, Melody fuck. and met Lord Melody's yeah. like, you're calling me old and ugly? Fuck you, I invented this. And yeah, he writes yeah. a song and puts it out. And yeah, being an oh, wow. is a big deal. It's really cool. It's yeah, super is- cool music and it's so beautiful. Uh, but then when it turned into sort of like like dance club music. Like sound system music. Yeah, I was like, this is less... Uh, less uh, interesting, like less unique, I guess. Yeah. It's like yeah. Baja Blast music at a certain yeah, point. Well, dub, dub became like... Lee Scratch Perry really took shit weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I really do love, I love tons of that music. And I love Lee Scratch Perry. But But he he took it a little far. It like went... Yeah, it's not like listenable, all of it. It's just just like, whoa, these sounds are nuts. What is this? But 
Um, even more, even kind of Cal Calypso, I really love uh, in Jamaica. They had a version of it that was different. It was like Calypso, but it was a smaller band. Okay. And it was called Mento, and they would use oh, the Mento box. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, you're I know yeah. You're about, yeah. And that is such a cool sound. That was like listening when it. I was listening to Calypso stuff, and these other songs would come through these stations, and I was like, what? This is different than that, but I don't get why. So I was like, yeah. oh, I gotta do some that shit's really good cool. research. And it's like, oh, shit. Because they were sort of improvised, like, sort of. It's I, almost hip hop. It's very close to wow. it. Wow. Um, the stuff sort of stripped down and super cool. It's so good. There's so much great shit. Uh, well, it's, it's a, a parallel to like when. when Voices correct. I know. Parallel to when in Harlem. When in Harlem, kids would get their parents' turntables, mm -hmm. and they had, didn't have enough money to buy a guitar, so they'd get their turntables, fuck up the turntables, and fuck up the records, trying to recreate music on those, and they weren't instruments. Right. And in, a, in an even more primitive setting, you're not looking at it from like a technological standpoint. You're just like trying to achieve an instrument. Yeah. So like a... That that box instrument is really wild. So cool! It's yeah. so cool. It's just like the, the steel drums, also like genius. So genius. So genius that someone hammered those fucking things it's out. Amazing. And really weird. Could, it's could very tune, bizarre. Could yeah. tune them. Yeah. And percussion is nuts. I, it's I don't quite understand the science behind how they achieve that. Uh, it's just really it's so rad, and that's like. Clearly, there's so much spirit in the invention of that that like really comes through in the music. Like the texture of the music is invention, and then it's like it can never sound like an overproduced thing because it's like it's really organic. And they have, yeah. but they still have rules. Like there's beats that define. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same way, reggaeton is a beat that defines it. Like to be rock steady, it has to have a certain BPM. Yeah, and that's weird. That's know? really interesting. It's interesting how it can deviate and then become like, oh, that's not this, that's not. Yeah, that. just by one little tweak. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you genre. include the upstroke over like a bebop beat, it's ska. Versus if you take out the upstroke every other one, it is just reggae. Yeah. That's really. Isn't weird. that interesting? I love. I mean, I love that. That's so cool to see how that's sort of like how they did that. And it's regional, it's all, like you said, you were listening Trinidad and Tobago, it, it, it's all Caribbean, it's all Islander shit, but like, when when, you know, when immigration happens and, and families, when it goes back so, so basic and it's family tradition, it's not just like country tradition, Right. shit gets bent in these finely tuned ways that are really sick. Like, yeah. And that's when those box style instruments and really primitive instruments happen, like, like the like the African two string guitar where one string is super deep and one string is super high. Yeah. So yeah. Just like, bing, bing, but you're like Ethiopian music yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And Herbie Hancock in like the Headhunters era did a lot of shit like in, on his thrust record. He did a lot of shit with like uh, he would try to emulate that with like the shouting he was doing. The ooh ah do get ooh. Oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. And so oh, like interesting. It's just weird how how people see. When, when you don't have access, how you invent. And then when you've seen the invention, how you reinvent. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really... That's, that's what makes music so great. And that's why there will always be good music. Because there's always going to be someone that doesn't have the right thing. And we'll have to figure out a way. That's always the best shit. Is yeah. People who are, are highly limited. Who are yes. capable of more than what their limits are. are, are like they go beyond their walls somehow. Yeah, and you know, I wish that was a lesson that was taught to people more explicitly. 
when they're oh, young yeah. because we really limit ourselves on what we think we can do because we don't have the right equipment or the yeah, right access. connections mm -hmm. or tools or whatever. And mm -hmm. I know that definitely in stand-up comedy, that's something that sort of it felt, I felt that. Mm. I felt limitations of like not understanding exactly what other people, like what the point of it was. Right. And so it was mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want to like, I don't want to do that, but I want this, I'm in this world of it. And so it's kind of like you end up coming up with your own type of version of it, right? Which is way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's scary at the beginning. Of course. Whenever, you, yeah, because it's... You, yeah. You're so much more found by the time you're even halfway through the staircase of acquiring success. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just an inevitability. When you start genuine, you stay genuine, unless you obviously plan to deviate. But... Yeah, it, we, uh, the people that do, they are not there's no deviation. There's there's just people on tracks. You know, people. I feel like people generally pick pretty early on how they're going to handle it, and it's sort of a lot of it is really calculated. Some of it's really personal or just like regional. Do you think? Do you think comedy is as regional as people even realize? Uh, yeah. Like circuit touring circuits versus like. How you have to approach a style of comedy in Atlanta versus an LA comic? I don't know. I couldn't say that first. I don't know. I think that I think to be successful in like certain types of areas, like if you're in the Midwest, you needed to start. You needed needed to know how to open. Yeah, absolutely. Be a good opener for anybody. So you got to know how to do a clean thing, accommodate a crowd, be generous and open and like set a nice tone. I am not it's like an inviting type of thing. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not from that. So I don't have that experience. So I'm not a good opener because I'm kind of going up there and doing my own thing, just like sucking up too much juice and, you know, making it less yeah. fun for the headliner. But you're being yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not supposed to. Yeah. Especially you're when you're trying to play to the lowest common denominator. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're representing the club at that point. And so like a good, a person who works a lot as a host, there's someone that knows how to represent a club well. And then, then you get a good rep with clubs. Well, this guy knows how to, you know, he's not going to give you a hard time. He's going to be... He's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. He's yeah. nice, you know. Um, it's it, That is really strange. And so people move here that are, like, trained in that. And they're like, wow, they're good. They're nice. They're doing good. We can market them. Yeah, yeah. You see, it, it, there is sort of like a... Well, palatability is huge. Yeah, but you know, we you kind of take that for granted if you come here and just like doing your own thing, and you're like, oh fuck, I didn't, I didn't try that skill at all. I'm yeah. not trying to. I never tried to be this accommodating to a group of people. Ugh. And then you realize that the powers that be everywhere uh -huh. want that. They, yeah, that's the desired candidate uh -huh. as someone that's like knows how to be nice and funny and you keep can the line. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now I can take you in front of any anybody and know that you're gonna know how to like basically please the owners. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like bringing a dog around. You don't want to pee on the floor. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta be a good comedy dog. Yep. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, it's definitely sort of it can be boring, but people I've seen people be really funny with that type of stuff too. Oh yeah, there's there's organized comics who are killers. Yeah. I mean and even guys who pretend to be less organized who are you can I mean you can see it's an act like a Mark Norman. Right. Is he's a fucking murderer. And it's like it's it's he yes, there's some improv in it, but that improv is curtailed, you know? I feel like guys guys like that and I don't know him personally, 
just that it's like a very savvy move to do to be that type of a person yes. because Absolutely. it gets you stage time and stage time Absolutely. is experience and that's where you, how you can elevate whatever you're going to be all the way to the top so there's a lot of people with that skill set that are way sort of like mag you know they're magnified a little bit because mm -hmm. of it and yeah. people that are more they're rougher you know it takes a long time to develop yeah because you have way less time you're not a good feature yeah you're a pain in the ass right you yeah. know you're bringing too much of your own shit you're not like you know and i'm not saying that he's this type of person with you know and obviously he's a headliner at this point so mm -hmm. no yeah, it take, like, takes up too much of the juice yeah. and then it's like then they're like oh fuck this guy i'm not gonna have a guy murdering before me yeah. what the fuck yeah and then my job's hard you know i i'm still now i'm worried about being older and am i out of touch and now I've got this young person being fucking cool in front of me. Do I look like a dinosaur afterwards? Yeah, that's that's where I'm started to go. It's like fucking. When do you what what age in comedy do you look at like? Inevitably, you have to do a, a kind of a self analysis and go, "Am I out of touch?" What age is that? Like, just by by sheer inevitability and experience, life life turning with the world, shit going. Uh, I think that I think at, at every age you should be questioning whether you're in touch because otherwise you're just either regurgitating funny things you've already thought of true or you're presenting what you think should be presented you're approximating what is right like, you're pandering sort of you are yeah. pandering. Sucks, you yeah. you're yourself you're doing algorithm on yourself right yeah which is, oh, which you see I see so much of that yeah that's what we were talking about earlier well it's yes. really hard not to because you want to talk about what is relevant and what's relevant is what is being talked about. So then you have to try to talk about something that's already been talked to death 24 hours a day online, podcasted, and other comedians already getting to take it on stage and talk about it. And you have to have a better take on it. Yeah, your salt has to be sharp. Fucking good, good luck, dude. This is hard. Yeah. This is, that, that is that's so much harder than you think it is because you just end up doing something very generic or having to throw away a joke every couple of months because someone else has a joke just like it mm. and like I've, I've had to throw away a couple of jokes lately coming back from the pandemic where it's like you're trying to do coming back material yeah people are sort of touching on it in this or slightly different but at the same setup as you and you can't use and i just can't then people just get sick of it after a while and i know i know that if he's doing it and i did it it's like mice there's two there's not two right there's a dozen so fuck it. I can, you know what I can do? I can always write another joke. Yep. I can always come up with something else or just be connected and then let something come from that. So it's, it's, that's the hard part of it. So you do have to always stay connected because everybody is irrelevant. No one, no one is relevant. No one. You have to become. Yeah. No one. Absolutely. No one asked you to be here. You're not supposed to be here. Absolutely. You're not supposed to be doing it. You're, I mean, <laughs> I feel, I've always felt the opposite of welcomed. Yeah. And that's a good mentality to have. Absolutely. You shouldn't feel like people want you there. They teach you that in music that entitlement is the key to fucking up. Yeah. It's the worst. They don't need you. It's right. like, believe it or not, they don't need you at all. And your take is probably not that good. And it's like... <laughs> that's maybe, actually weirdly inspiring and liberating, though, to me. It is. To hear. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it's putting limits to be unlimited. Exactly. It's like the same concept. But it gives you more of like, I don't have to think about that shit, you know? It's like, I just, I'm just gonna fucking do it, and if it, it's well, gonna be a fucking, knowing you that know? you're inevitably gonna think about it. Yeah, let it, let it come through. If it's something, this is what I always say. 
you should write jokes about what you're always thinking about. Yeah. If it's always on your mind, write a fucking joke about it. You'll either cure it because you'll have now thought of a funny thing about it Absolutely. and you can move on or you will keep thinking about it and you will keep coming up with material about it because this is some this is a part of you. This is the part of your tapestry mm-hmm. that you that is just unshakably you. Always talk about it. That's fine. Like for Chris Rock it was Michael Jackson. Now that's a joke because I hated they always joked about Michael Jackson and yeah. I thought it was lazy. But why did he always talk about it? He just felt like he had to. Yeah. He, was, he felt compelled to connect with people on Michael Jackson. And it's so <laughs> funny. I remember even thinking, like, this sucks. But, yeah. He was so committed. His commitment is un. Yeah, Chris Rock is one of the most committed. Oh, yeah. I love his style. His voice, everything. It just sounds like he's roasting everybody all the time. Everything sounds everything. like a Not even people, but things, too. Yeah. Concepts. He's roasting he's in, the concepts. He's in high gear. All the time. Yes. That's fine for him, though. But, well, yeah, it's. I think it's hard to sustain. Absolutely. Because then it's like, you're not always always picking the right sides of things. Or, like, I love that he'll always, like, deconstruct and, like, put stuff back together. And he'll point out both the flaws on both sides of an argument. That's really great. And then then you're just sort of, like, it's almost like a Mad Lib style of doing it. Mm And it was funny watching that George Carlin documentary, people sort of critiquing George Carlin for that same type of thing. Like, right. it's not you that's unfunny, it's that your approaches become obvious. Right, right. And yeah. then it's like, Calculated. now we know we can, the second you introduce it, we can, we can hypothesize where your next move will be. Yeah, yeah what started as an art, we are turning into a science, basically. Just well, that's that. You, you figure it out, the formula. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, when, that's immediately where it goes stagnant. Yeah, like, like M. Night Shyamalan, same thing. Oh, All just uh, twist endings and... If, if he did a movie up. without a real twist, if he just did a movie, like a straightforward movie, he couldn't, by the way. No, no, he no, would no, lose no, his no, confidence, yeah. and he would he would start zigzagging at the end, and it would be like, but we knew exactly where it was going to land. Yeah, exactly. And and now what the audience is guessing where it's going to go before it does, then they're not your audience anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Because people don't really want... They can't keep coming back for that. It's Yeah, it's... I mean, you can't just... Like, imagine... Being on an island and just eating grapes all fucking day. You would die. You'd have diarrhea. You would. Yeah. You, <laughs> your, your stomach couldn't handle it. Yeah, Too much acid. Horrible. You would die. Probably like fermenting and stuff, like in your belly, like on its own, because the yeah. grapes has been sitting there. And that's shit. what I'm saying. But that's what that's the same thing. Like yeah. they teach you that in music is like. And you, you touched on this earlier. I can't remember who else touched on it. When you are fucked, the fight from being fucked is where the most product that's valuable comes from. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Whether that's cornball shit or like whether, like whatever medium you're trying to accomplish, like even the fucking like chip people. Yeah. When they, they should were, learn their lesson of how bad their chips are and yeah. use that as motivation to make better chips. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if they were like, no, God damn it, we will make the best chip and that is our goal. But yeah. now, now we're we're foolishly putting art onto chip production, and that is not their goal. That is not yeah. that's not what they set out to do. They've been far too creative. Exactly, yeah. they, yeah, they forgot to make the chip. Efficiency is left. Yeah, the chip the chip is a byproduct <laughs> of a well created brand and marketing scheme. Yeah. the chip is incidental. You can have any chip. It's just like a Yeti water bottles. Like 
they're, someone else makes the water bottles. They're, they're the sticker. You know? Oh, yeah. They're this selling just, you a sticker. This was just some, like, graphic artist somewhere in, like, New Mexico who, who, like, looks kind of like Tom Waits yeah. and just, like, drew yeah. that, like, mid-century artwork and is like, hmm, I could easily just make a tortilla chip yes. and sell it to Whole Foods. Yes. And people will buy it just yes. because of the artwork. <laughs> they have to. They needed a cute new chip. Exactly. Although, uh, because Juanita's is the perfect tortilla chip, and it's the best flavor. That's what we almost bought, I think. Juanita's. Does it, it come in a similar looking bag? Is it, is it's, it a clear it's, bag? It's a red and, it's a red and green bag. Um, they are the best. They're the best tortilla Is that what you want says restaurant style on it? It may say restaurant style on it. I think it's a company from Oregon, but their chips are the best. What were the, what were the ones with the soy sauce and the lemon? I don't know about those. Oh, those are good. They're fantastic. Soy those are good, but They're that is... They are a corn chip or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, that's... See, yeah. Those are a little, little... It's lacking soul, but yeah. it does taste good. It does hit... It, it's like a disco of corn chips. Yeah. You know, it's hitting your different, like, taste zones in your tongue. It's creating a taste experience. Yeah, yeah. Which feels fantastic. manipulative. Yeah. But good. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It that, tastes good, but I feel like I'm being fucked with. Yeah, yeah, flavor yeah. powder. Is there like flavor powder on it and stuff? No, it's, it's like it's, an Asian palate. It's palate fucking. Yeah, it's, oh, it's fucking palate fucking you. And uh, you gotta watch out for palate fucking. It's umami like was the most big palate fuck. Umami burger. The flavor umami. Is, oh, you like is Jeff, a yeah, 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 of course. It's, it's like it's a, it brings an other zone into what you're tasting. Yeah, you're tasting it from another yep. dimension. Exactly. And you're it's like, not truffle. It's not quite, it's like savory, not, not, but, but it's something else too, yeah. yeah. Oh, mommy. Oh, mommy. Dude, mushrooms are so fucking bizarre. Oh, yeah, but they're like, so good. Uh, it, yeah. They are so good. They're so good. And there's so many types. Morel mushrooms, did you get? Oh, morel mushrooms. Morels are unbelievable. I'm gonna try them. Woody are from the Northwest, actually. Inoki? I, I, take the, I take a mushroom powder every day that's like 14 different mushrooms. Is it layered superfood? No. Laird Hamilton or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm sure Laird wouldn't put his name on a bad product. <laughs> Surfer and model turned to health expert, health guru. Ooh. Sign me up, daddy. Yeah. Put me in the cult. Fuck, dude. Put me in the cult. He's like married to like Gabby Reese or whatever the fuck her name is. That like six foot seven volleyball. Oh player. yeah. It's like, oh, it's like they both have huge dicks. Right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Her dick might be bigger than his. What a joyful house that was. Micro penis and big clit. Yeah, just so yeah. much fucking testosterone. So much like motivation yeah. all the time. Yes. The roids would shrink the dick and then the woman on testosterone would make the clit big. So it'd be and their, two micro penises dude, their together. Their kids get really incredible grades and are really in incredible shape. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everything is fucking A okay. It's a eugenic system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there were spreadsheets filled out. They were made. <laughs> they were made with math and very only old. quantitative, oh, no yeah. qualitative. Only quantitative. I'm afraid not. They only eat arowan. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he he is the weirdest guy. Like he looks like a Beach Boy mixed with RoboCop. Yeah. It's like the worst yeah. look. Yeah, yeah. It's it's intense. It's Malibu. It's it's modern Malibu for sure. I saw him uh, and her at uh, you know like the Malibu Country Mart one time. Yes. And I just felt like you know usually if you see like a kind of like Amazonian woman you're like oh damn she's beautiful and you like almost yeah. respect how dominating yeah. they look. Sure. Yeah. No. When I saw her. It was like she's so 
fucking in shape. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes. she must be, like, there's... She's probably taking something, obviously. But it's like turning her, it's like turning her into a werewolf. Well, that's because if, you, if you're if you a woman, and you're t- or even a man for that matter, if you're taking, like, certain hormones, it's going to change the way you look and everything. Of course. So I just felt bad. Amazonian like, look. Out there thinking about it, I'm, like, sitting in the, it was in that, like, Malibu Foods Country Mart little area, with, the, like, the Starbucks across the We all know it. They got a blue bottle now. Oh, yeah, I saw. Blue now? I saw Danny Ma- no, Chris Masterson there. Chris Masterson is actually nice. The one, the Francis from up in the middle. I saw him there. Yeah, yeah. The that makes sense. <laughs> the the whole, what's a short breakdown of the Ray Kroc thing? What happened? Did he sold he sold the rights to it and got fucked immediately. No, no. no Ray Kroc is the guy. He's yeah. the guy that he like bought in as a partner for the McDonald's with the McDonald's brothers, and then like slowly purchased them out of. Out of being the controlling person of the of the organization, and they were the founders. They, were, they the, were the founders. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch that hilarious, sad movie, The Founder. It's so good. Michael Keaton. It's so. Oh wait, good. that movie's about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I never even put that together. Because he's not the founder. Not he's the. Never he, put that yeah. I was the entrepreneurial. I worked at McDonald's in high school, and yeah. I remember thinking. How was the guy that created this named Ray Kroc <laughs> and not anything but McDonald's? Like, you wouldn't name something McDonald's. You see the metal plaque and ask him yeah. it? Yeah. The yeah. fuck's going on? Oh, he used to have that in there, yeah. And then That then, always creeped me out when I was a kid, that metal plaque. Oh, he's ugly. He's scared me. Oh, yeah, because he was evil. Oh, yeah. He was like the Bezos of his time. He totally was. He, he never got buff, though. That's true. Yeah. You didn't need to back then. True. That's yeah. true. Old boys club. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, man, they, they look better with the, the fucking this thing. It, would be, it's, it was undignified to be in great shape as an older man yes. in that era. Yeah, what do you do? Jog. Yeah. And that's code for anything that's not straight white mailing. Right. That's a good like, point. Yeah. Working out was too. If you were working out and you were past like fifty, it was like too health conscious. Yeah. It's like you care about your body and your bo- your body is a man's body. Yeah. And so what we know <laughs> is that you like men. So you, that's what we know. And we can't have that. You have to be fat in the right way. Yeah, exactly. You gotta carry that big heavy gut, pulling the leather down over your belt. Yeah, the, the belt has to be, like bend in that weird like you kind of yeah. Over the belly button? Yeah, what oh, is uh, that thing that ends up high, high boxers. Yeah, it's when you're, when this, when this part of your, your abdominal wall starts, just gives up. You go. I'm not. Hold, I'm not staying flat anymore. Now, I'm out. Yeah, but it turns to like a trunk. It doesn't ever go fully like this. It always just goes like, yeah. Yeah, it's know? weird. It's a male girdle though. Yeah, though they're all wearing like a kind of. But it's just yeah. high boxers. You know what's weird are the are the are like the perm pressed pants that are super pleated and they pull them like right above their belly button so it looks like they have like a weight belt kind of yeah. like around. Have you ever seen that shit? Oh yeah, it's a great look. It's so champ, dude. Like it looks like you're you're 80. You can be any age into it you look 80. Yeah. Oh yeah. And is that this this area comes alive. Like how can you wear your pants? I, dude, I can't even pull, it hurts. Like I don't even have big balls. And it, it, like it pulls my testicles all <laughs> yeah. the way up. Well, the pants used to, the zippers used to be much longer. Yeah. Our zippers are the zippers of a child's pants. And <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, everything everything is fucking, everything is identity less now, so you have to have short zippers. Yeah, short, short zippers. It's, it's woke to have short zippers. Well, you know, uh, I feel like 501s are always going to kind of be in style, and they're, they got a long-ass zipper, but yeah, you're High right. High-waisted pants are always going to be in style. There's always going to be a niche for that, I think. I think, I think from here on out, yes. Yeah. But, dude, have you ever had, like, that really, like, the Levi's, the inside of the crotch 
hit your fucking dick, dude. Are you talking about the, the zipper? No, like the back stitching behind the metal zipper. Mm. And it like chafes your fucking shit, dude. It's well, you go commando awesome. all the time. Yeah, I don't remember. So, but like... Yeah, when you yeah, go commando, that definitely happens. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's not like a good vintage feeling. It's a bad vintage It's a bad feeling. vintage feeling. Yeah, it's like, that's why we stopped wearing wool shirts. Yes, exactly. Same yeah. thing. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like how this shirt looks, but it feels like fucking death. Yeah, the polyester uh, shit off. Oh, it's too bad. Like, you're standing in the sun in the 70s, and you're just like... They didn't even know. That, that's what's so funny. They had no idea what they were going through. They were like, life is good, yeah. progress, future okay. future materials, cotton, fuck cotton. What yeah, fuck is, cotton. You can't print weird prints on cotton. I'm okay with not breathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Back when it used to be controversial to wear a t-shirt. Yeah, isn't that And weird? people would only wear, like, you know, uh, not just wool, but just, like, long sleeve clothes all I the time. I bought this wool yeah. cardigan the other day, dude, and I... I, I Return. That's the only thing I've returned in the past ten years. <laughs> I couldn't fucking wear yeah. it, dude. I like. I put it on, and even over a long sleeve shirt, the little. Oh. You feel like a rash. You do. It, yeah. it feels awful. Yeah. It's like it's just. It's just like why, why? It's like you said. It's like it's biblical. It's like why are we wearing this? Yeah. Old socks. Really that's the only acceptable. Old socks in cold weather feel fantastic. Because mm-hmm. your feet. Because your feet have different sensory. Uh, yeah, it's different. Like you can't. You can't have like. Hair feeling shit up against your ribs or no. against your nipples, man. Oh yeah, like when shit and like I have chest hair and shit, so yeah. it touches my chest hair, oh, dude. Yeah. It feels remarkably bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Your hair is getting like woven into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Not, not good. Not oh, good it's, it's fucking horrible. And and then the worst, the worst feeling is when you have like a freshly washed pair of like poly, like or like vinyl pants, and you put them on, and. They're like not big enough for your leg to fit through. Yeah. And so they're sucking on your like leg hair and they mat it down and oh, that's so good. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. The worst yeah. is with boxers. I've had really bad luck with boxers recently or boxer briefs where they just like I'll be wearing certain pants and I'll realize that they're like they're like hanging up, they're like bunching up. Has that ever happened to you, the bunch up? Absolutely. The bunch up is a is a is a vital underwear move. That's why you gotta, you know, pick your underwear appropriate to whatever you're wearing. You gotta have options. That's true. You gotta know your garments. <laughs> you go, this garment is not wrong with this garment. <laughs> There's anything I can leave you your listeners with. Oh yeah. Please consider the pants you're putting over the underwear you're wearing. Consider <laughs> this underwear is appropriate for the middle part of my day. Now here I am, two thirds through my day, changing activities. It's time to change the undergarment to match. Not everything goes day to night. <laughs> Not everything goes day to night. I just want to say that. Do you want to plug anything before we uh, wrap yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to be doing some stand-up on the road this summer. So if any of you all out in, uh, well, I'm going to be up in Oregon and Washington and uh, Northern California. Oh, right on. Yeah, the Savage Henry Comedy Club and uh, the Crocodile in Seattle and uh, Siren Theater in Portland, some other cool places. Come out to that. Do you consider those home shows? Like, do you feel like those no. are home shows too? Fuck no. So you're now in LA on home shows. LA is, yeah. Seattle was never my home. I mean, I, I, the first place I performed stand-up was at the Underground in Seattle. Okay. But I was like, all right, fuck that. I know how to do this. I'm gonna move to LA. I don't. Right. I don't need to stay here to learn how to do this. I've, I'm already. I've been doing comedy shit my whole life, so it's yeah. sort of like. 
no, I don't want to just live in Seattle. Uh, that didn't feel right. Get depressed, lack of vitamin D. Literally. You get Dick's Burgers at least. Yes, and they're pretty good. They 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 stack up to today's burgers. They're they're, yeah. they're tasty, but yeah, unfortunately, they have I could. Whataburger right there? I don't think they have. Maybe they do have Whataburger now, but not definitely not Whataburger. Right. Burger Master is their chain there. Burger Master. Burger Master is the one in Seattle, like the chain of the, Culver's. Culver's. We didn't have Culver's even. No, no, that's no. like more uh, like Wisconsin. Yeah, where we, where I was up in Bellingham is like the last big town before uh, Canada. Okay. So really, most of our shit was like Canadian. It like seemed like and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. Oh, okay. oh interesting. Yeah, which, That's tits. Which made such a it was the weirdest culture shock moving there, because the way Bellingham is set up, situated, there's a town, Mount Vernon. It's a there's a mountain between us and Seattle. So we didn't get the broadcast waves from Seattle. So our radio was either the local Bellingham stations or stations from Canada. Okay. Oh, so wow. I was like listening down here to. Like, I would listen to K-Earth, The Wave. There was a station called Pirate Radio yeah. that played, like, heavy rock and metal. And, you know, I'd even listen to, like, Kiss FM or Frog, yeah. whatever, K-Frog. K-Rock, mm-hmm. probably, too. K-Rock, yes. And then I moved up there, and there was only Canadian pop <laughs> stations or Canadian rock stations. Oh, they rush all the time? They do, because that's part of their, they have laws set in place where they have to play a percentage of their stuff needs to be Canadian music. Or no Canadian. way. Oh, it's yes. actually, you're not, you're not even joking. No, you're being deadpan for no, a second. No, no, this is real. So that's part of like their broadcast regulation. So like up there, we knew who Nickelback were way before everyone else did. Oh, no we, shit. We were like, this band is rough. This is not good. How is this on the radio? And then when it made like a, a transition. We're on the cutting edge of having that opinion. Oh, oh, we were way ahead of the curve. Not like we go back. That was obvious from way back. I couldn't believe that they broke. Honestly, that was like yeah. baffling. It's one of those things where you question your judgment. Just really quickly, I'll never forget. I was in oh, Costa Rica bro. and I was talking to this uh, Costa Rican girl around my age about like music and I was like what kind of music do you like? She's like it's like Nickelback, Creed, specifically the only two things she yeah. said and I had to keep a straight face. You're like, babe, <laughs> yeah. what do you like about that? Let me show you ten bands that are better in that area. Let me get you in a genre that you like. That's sad. She was lost. Musically. She was lost. But people love what they love and you can't talk them out of it. I've learned that. That's the funny thing, like, you know, you meet people that are a little bit younger than you and they really like music that you fucking hated and you're like but the worst is when they, they're so, like, earnestly into it. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're in another country and there's, like, no pretension, there's, there's no pretentiousness, it's just very sincere liking that music. Yeah. And it, that's why it, like, makes me kind yeah, of die inside of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, why I, like, I feel bad. You know, I know people grew up listening to Panic at the Disco. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And I'm, if that part of this hurt you and you're still listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. But you grew up listening to bad music. It yeah. was a bad era. I'm really sorry for you. Um, there's plenty of good stuff now, but you can't, you just always gonna like the stuff from your childhood that you already liked. Yeah, exactly. You're not, like, uh, I do inexplicably like Smash Mouth, and I know that it's not good, but it was programmed in my brain. Yo, same here. Even though we were roasting it in another episode, like, I still, like, have, like, a weird guilty pleasure for Smash Mouth, because it makes me think of, like, a fun part of my childhood. Do you know who the New Radicals are? I just know that song. Dude. It's such a good song. That song was like... It's a fantastic song. 
it was perfect. Like in the '60s, they had great like novelty songs. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the other. Hello, that's why Hello, Fado. That's a novelty '60s song. Yeah, right there. That, Wooly Bully. Wooly. There's tons. There are tons of these one-hit wonders from the '60s and the '90s. It's very much the same way. Yeah. And it was. I. That's. It was very cool that way. Yeah. It wasn't like you're listening to the radio and it all sounds the same. It. It really did. That's it was really, just like, what really the fuck is this? There was tons of like Latin influenced music. Yeah. And different like. There was a lot of waff, random sounds. Yeah, it was a weird yes. mishmash yeah. in the sixties and the nineties. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I never. Th- that's I, because they played everything on the radio. Like there wasn't like we're gonna isolate all these genres and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was Especially huge in the crossover. Well, like even that shithole Savage Garden song where he does that chicka chicka cola. Yeah. He's like rapping. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? We've been talking about like this era of music the last three episodes for some reason. And what I keep coming back to is there's like a vibe of that like late 90s, early 2000s music that makes me feel like I'm by a pool. Mm, Yes. Yeah, that was our energy. We really, you know, it was a very Mountain Dew based culture at the time. It really was. It was like X Games. It was outside. That's a good point. It was yeah. on wheels. It was. <laughs> R.I.P. Dave Mira. On wheels. It was, dude. No. Come on now. It was yeah. the it was the Jackass Tony Hawk, Mall era. Frosted tips. Frosted oh, yeah. tips. You, you say you say Dave Mira a minute ago, dude. Yeah. Oh, Did he die? Yeah, he died. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, sad. and he was not even making light of his death, but, um, but also how you know. The guy from Smash Mouth is the same as Guy Fieri. He's the same human being. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. I. Mm, no way, dude. Guy Fieri is a good guy. <laughs> the guy from Smash Mouth. The guy from Smash Mouth is a criminal. It's a piece of shit. He's like a criminal. Yeah. He's like a bad guy, like a pro-Trump <laughs> shitty fuck you bad guy. Yeah. And, like, and Guy like Fieri is like raising money for waiters that could yeah. work during the I don't mean their event. ethics, I just mean like their, their like... The vibe. Yeah, just the vibe, they're not their ethics well, or their values. They both look yeah. like, we, we established that they both look like a grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a flat top, you yeah. know, you, know like, you cook, like the, you know the grease stain that after like 30 yes. years you get from cooking Smash Burgers they're on like the grill? They're like that, yes. yeah. They both look like that same... Once you get to a certain fatness and height, and your face gets square, it almost doesn't matter what you do with it, you just look like a flat top grill. Exactly. They're also like that frozen lemonade you get at Six Flags, where they used to at least have it. They don't know if they have it anymore. With and it has that lemon cartoon graphic art on it with like the sunglasses on it. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, because that was the last dying gasp of the '80s, like chill, cool, chill, it's like cool dude. Culture. Yeah. Like, Fido Dido. Yeah. All that, like, you know, I mean, which is what I grew up with. All of the like. Post Beach Boys, but still kind of the Beach Boys '80s stuff. Like the, I mean, they're a girl group, but like the Go Go's kind of have that a little bit. Too, yeah, in a way. yeah, definitely. But the '80s, like you were saying, the '60s and the '90s were such a mishmash of yeah. random stuff. I feel like the '80s are the most stereotypical decade musically. Like if you hear a song, you know right away it's from the '80s. Yeah, it's so so true. They're so all strange. blended together. Yeah, yeah, '80s and like the '30s, like '30s, '40s. Well, yeah, especially every 40s. voice sounds haunted. Yes. Everyone's yeah. a ghost, or like all men sung in that might have been tenor. because of production values. Whereas the '80s, like rhythms and and kick to snare patterns, were all the same. Like the well, a lot of synth. Well, there's a lot of the synth coming in too. Yeah, yeah. People were like, they were just babies and learning how to use that stuff. It was yeah. like 
it was the the very primo, uh, primitive version of, of computer music. Didn't some ambient composer just die, like Evangelist uh, did? Evangelist just die? I, I am not a, I'm not well versed in ambient music. I think some like composer who was really vital, like you know, really like a integral part of the synth movement in the late 70s, you know, 78 to like 84, it just passed away. I think it was Vangelis. If that's Vangelis, rest in peace. I don't remember who it was. R.I.P. You know, just to, it's kind of crazy that these chips have been here the whole episode. Under They've made it under Chris's laptop. Yeah. Just a pile of subpar tortilla oh, chips. Oh, it looks like shit. We got like, we got like wires and shit that kind of look cool and shit, but then there's broken chips and shit all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, we got like the big laptop behind it. It looks like we're gonna, we got oak, like mi minimally, like, oh, these guys spent a couple grand. And then there's just crumbs. Crumbs. Oh, yeah. Every big crumbs. Yeah. It's a bad combination. It makes us look unprofessional. That's the way it goes. Yes. California! What's that fucking Phantom Planet or what? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> is that the OC theme song? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. What is that shit? Is it like, a, is it Phantom Planet or Jason Schwartzman or some shit? Like yes, that is oh, yeah. Jason Schwartzman's oh, yeah, Phantom right. Planet. Yeah, I, uh, that. dude, that's such a bad song. Here we go! Yeah. Yeah, Wax was the band that had the better uh, Southern California song that was from the 90s. It sounds okay. very similar to that, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that band. And their their music video was a guy on fire running. Of course. Uh, and it was great. <laughs> that song guy. ruled. That song was great. Uh, Dude, I, I think that guy, I learned, is doing stand-up comedy now. The guy was running on fire? No, the guy that is the singer of that band. Oh. Is a comedian now. We, you know who we reached out? I got so high and I reached out to this guy. So you might remember the band Vertical Horizon. No. You're a god and I. Remember that song? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shuffly cool. pop. It yeah. Silly yeah. as fuck. I reached out to the singer. Dude. He when I was when I was trying to get his attention so desperately, he started to tie it back, and I think he realized like, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, no. The bubble, no. the bubble showed up and just went away. He never oh, said anything at all. So funny. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, you got his attention. He saw it. I was like, dude, I, I, because I wrote to him. I was like, I had now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now on all of those albums had a Vertical Horizon song. You know, mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. I bought those albums for the Vertical Horizon song, but I thought I was gonna. Right. Are they still yeah. making now? I don't give a fuck, dude. They have to be. Probably it's like thirty-four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have to. I mean, you, 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 you. Who cares how irrelevant it is? Doesn't matter. Yeah, there's gonna be a now eleven hundred. Yeah, yeah. They just sell it Staples, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, can yeah. Can you imagine getting a dude? Can you imagine they'll sell like the twelve hundred pack? Yeah. It's like the. It goes from here across the fucking. Oh, yeah, but every game. now it was ever Yeah, released. to like have somebody deliver it. Oh, truck. wow, man. Just get one of those 100 disc changers, load it up, and just let Everything it from let sometimes it by Britney Spears to Vertical Horizon and be your life. Maybe. And oh, fucking yeah. Mambo number five. I oh, love yeah. Mambo number five. But, uh, let's, uh, we, we started to plug, we started, so we, let, let's plug your stuff one more time. So yes. it's the last thing people hear, because. We appreciate our guests coming on. Paul Daggy, thank you for oh, yeah, coming this on. Was, this was a long one. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me out for your... I don't know if it was your longest episode, but it's got to be pushing it. Definitely, it's, it's yeah. One of them, and we're, we'll probably cut this one into parts so it can entice the viewers and the listeners more. Good. 
we can put some cinnamon and sugar on it for you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, come out to my shows this summer. I would love that. Uh, I'm going to put out another album, I think, this year. So check, stick around, oh, yeah. check out, look out for that. The last one's pretty good. You can still get Loved it. Loved it. I listened to it driving in New Orleans, I remember. Oh, Brad, that's great. I love that. If you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna go see stand up in LA, he's not he's not to be missed. You should you should look him up. It's it's one of it's one of the times where if you go to a comedy show, there won't be a pretense, there won't be some somebody trying to get leverage, you will laugh. You will actually laugh, you will leave thinking like, Oh, that guy was fucking funny. It won't be you won't feel used or like you went to a cheap fucking mic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's 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 he he's a he's a Great fucking comedian, great guy. We appreciate you coming on. Go to his dates. We'll check back with you next time. It's the Chinese Basketball Podcast. Jay, Chris, and Paul. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.